Welcome to this new short series of podcasts from Brighton Road Baptist Church. My name's Tim Carter and over the coming weeks we're going to be looking at 1 Peter together. I'm here with Ian Rose and Julie Shimizu. I don't know about you but I can't quite believe that here we are at the end of June in the height of summer and yet we're still restricted in what we are and are not allowed to do because of COVID-19. Despite the success of the vaccine programme Many of us have been left feeling vulnerable and anxious, and those feelings can get anyone down from time to time. So we're going to start by reading a psalm which begins at rock bottom, because if that's where you find yourself today, that's the place where God meets you. Ian, can I invite you to read this psalm, please? Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than the watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel! Put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all of their sins.
Can I lead you in prayer? Gracious God, you know as much about tears as laughter. Help us to make space for tears in the darkness and to find laughter again when your light dawns upon us once more. Gather our prayers, our longings, our disappointments and our gratitude. All are sacred to you, O God, so send us from here trusting in your promises affirmed to us by your Son, our Saviour. May we believe again, hope again, know again your eternity begun in us, just like a seed grows again after winter is over. So hear us, be with us, hold us, surround us, love us, and send us into life strengthened and encouraged by faith, hope, and love. Amen. I'm going to ask Julie to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 21. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of the things that have been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit 
sent from heaven. And even angels long to look into these things. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who has called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it's written, be holy, because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it wasn't with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him, you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God.
Right at the end of that reading, Peter talks about our faith and hope being in God. Now, faith and hope are both commitment words. If I put my faith in someone, it means I have confidence that they will keep me and the things that matter to me safe. <laughs> I'm not going to sign the consent form for major surgery unless I have faith in the surgeon and the team in that hospital that while I'm unconscious, they will do their level best to bring me safely through the operation. And I agree to the surgery because I hope that after a period of recovery, I'll be better as a result of the operation. When you talk about faith and hope in that kind of context, then they're life-changing words. When my life is on the line, that's when faith really matters. When I'm at my lowest ebb and most vulnerable, that's where hope can really make a difference. And when Peter talks about putting our faith and hope in God, he's talking about making God our security for this life and for the life to come. This hope is that when the time comes for us finally to close our eyes in the sleep of death, we will awake in God's presence to receive the life that God has kept ready for us, a life that can never perish, spoil or fade, a life that is grounded not in wishful thinking, but in the reality of Jesus dying for us and bringing us safely through death to share in his resurrection life. That's what we have to look forward to as Christians. And in the meantime, when we find ourselves surrounded and afflicted by all kinds of griefs and trials, we are kept safe by faith because we put our trust in God whose power shields and protects us until that moment when we see his salvation with our own eyes. And it's because we have faith that we have hope. It means we're not lost. Despite our griefs and our trials, our faith and hope keep open a window through which God's joy can find a way into our hearts. And if, despite our weaknesses, our failures and our tribulations, we hold on to our faith until the end, then it cashes out in the eternal salvation of our souls. And as Peter points out, faith that stands up to that kind of testing is beyond price. Your faith is something which is of infinite value, so treasure it, guard it well, because it is guarding you. Hang on in there, so that you get to see and share in the praise and glory and honour of Christ when he is finally revealed as Lord of all. Let's be honest, the Christian faith and the Christian hope are both a bit out of fashion these days. Lots of people think we're a bit weird believing in God and hoping for heaven. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to have faith, I want to put it in someone who's trustworthy. And if I'm going to have hope, it needs to be a hope worth waiting for. And God comes out on top on both counts. This is the God who raised his son from the grave and has given him glory as Lord of all. So put your faith and hope in God. There is no better or safer investment. And the returns? Well, they are out of this world.
So go into this coming week knowing that as you travel difficult paths, you are held by God's love. Amen.